the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, 18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66, 2. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with him and trust that he is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, our words of healing in Psalm 147, 3. Brokenness is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Kensukuri Ministries, starts now. This is going to be a very exciting program today. I'm Suzanne. This is Brokenness to Beauty, and our host is Brittany Francis. She is the one who conceived the show and came up with the idea to just bring in all of these wonderful ministries. And today, she has brought us Melissa Gomez. Melissa is the founder and head of It Is Finished Apostolic Global, which is a lot. So I'm going to throw it to you girls and you (laughs) tell us what this is and what are we talking about today? So something that's interesting that continuously comes up is witchcraft in the church, generational curses inside the church, Mm. how we don't recognize generational curses in ourselves, but we can quickly sometimes see them in others. And when I met Apostle Melissa, I was excited because There was somebody that I could quickly go to and hear all of the things that the Lord has shown her about freedom, walking in freedom. And us as Christians, I don't think right now we are understanding the importance of walking in freedom, what freedom means. We've talked about it in a couple of the other shows, but truly what we need to do when we see something, a trigger in us. Come on. Or if somebody else we acknowledge we are in a battle or a war against, sometimes people inside the Lord's body, Come on. what are we actually fighting against? And so we talk about we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but we're fighting against principalities. And I want to talk about that piece today and hear a little bit of Apostle Melissa's testimony Yes, about how the Lord took her. Her from broken to beautiful to leading. Come on. And it's just so exciting. So this is exciting, y'all. Super exciting. So Pastor Melissa, if you could just start us up by just telling us a little bit about yourself, about your testimony, and about what the Lord did. Well, I suffered a lot from suicide. So, uh, you know, God is so good. And uh, at 13 and 17 years old, the enemy tried killing me through suicide. And death was following me. And I tried. First of all, I was bulimic, anorexic, but at the same time, I had this spirit of suicide on me. And I was suffering, and I didn't understand where it was coming from. I was Catholic, so they don't teach exorcism. They do it, but I wanted to know, what is this? How can I get rid of it? And I did. I attempt of killing myself. I took a whole bottle of pills, 
fell asleep, woke up, nothing happened to me. So I was mad because I, I was mad because it didn't happen. And then again, at 17, it happened again. And I said, there's got to be a way. There's got to be something. So at 22 years old, I came and I found a church. And I, I said, Lord, people talk about Jesus and freedom. What is freedom and Jesus? Where is the evidence of the freedom if I see everybody still suffering and I'm still suffering, Lord? So when my son turned four, I was invited to another church that teaches on intercession, on prayer, and deliverance, spiritual warfare. And I started going to that church, and I it was another, I, 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 as Jesus was teaching me my in myself that there is freedom. This stuff was still inside of me, okay? The triggers would come, mm-hmm. and I would fight it off constantly. Mm-hmm. But I said, there's got to be something. There, there has to be. There has to be. I would cry out to God. I said, God, take me there. Where is it? And I got to this church, and I began to learn about self-deliverance and who can deliver you. The Spirit of God was there, and he was touching me at the same time I was being trained how to do these things. The church wasn't teaching us where I was at as a Catholic, and even the church before that. But this church, I was born again at, uh, I'm from the Rio Grande Valley, so I'm from South Texas, Edinburgh, Texas. And this church with... It was Pastor Tim Benita, and uh, they were teaching on this. And I began my journey on deliverance. And deliverance, when you talk about deliverance, because there's a lot of different types of deliverance, yes. right? Yes. We can talk about deliverance from um, depression. We can also talk about oppression. Yes. Right? So there's a little bit of a difference. Yes. Oppression is where you're held down by something and you cannot figure out what it is. Yes. So you can say, I'm an alcoholic. Yes. And I need deliverance from being an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But then there's this other piece that's oppression. Yes. And that is what is the underlying piece of attack yes. of what is causing that alcoholism yes. and the desire for alcohol. So when you talk about you saw and you saw the freedom in the Lord with the deliverance piece, mm-hmm. what was it that you saw? Was it a sin or was it something deeper inside that came from other places so the guilt the suicide was Mm. because of the guilt and the shame now the possession of a demon inside of you it's because there's a legal right that the enemy has through the bloodline right uh that came uh because i was molested as a child Okay. okay so as being molested as a child uh that guilt was there and that's what wanted uh to for me to commit suicide come on Come on. Come on. God is so good. And we're talking about freedom today. Amen. And so at that moment, that possession of the legal right of this demonic suicidal spirit, that's the possession of it. And people think as Christians, you can't be possessed. You can be oppressed. That's what they believe. But at the same time as you're being possessed by the spirit of suicide, this oppression comes to tell you, do it, right? do it, right? do it. I'm possessed by suicide. I want to give understanding. I'm possessed by the spirit of suicide because they say Christians cannot be possessed. No, the, that open door of a legal right, that, that lack of knowledge that I didn't know that you can be set free, that's right. what the enemy wants to keep us ignorant. Right. Lack of knowledge. My people perish because of what? Lack of knowledge. 
Now, if we get knowledge, because the scripture says here in Exodus 20, it says here in verse 5, and that's the Ten Commandments, but it says here in verse 5, you shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, your God, and they're talk, he's talking about idols. Yes. And a jealousy, a, a jealous God punishing the children for the sins of the parents to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to the thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. At that time, I come from Catholicism, so we didn't know this. So I was following in the bloodline suicide and guilt from on my mom's side because my mom was mm. molested. Yeah. So the pattern, come on, girl, the Bible says in the New Testament that do not be conformed Conformed. that's right to the patterns of this world. Now you ask God, what are the patterns when I was walking in the journey of deliverance? And this is why we're deliverance ministry. The Holy Spirit said the pattern is the generational curses, right? Because your grandmother was divorced and your grandmother went through a child molestation. Your mom went through just, and now you went. And so I didn't want this to keep going to my children. I wasn't going to allow a predator or something, somebody that was possessed from a molestation or pedophile spirit to come and molest my children. So I had to step up to the plate and say, I know this knowledge now. I am going to be the bloodline breaker for my family. Come on. And that is so painful, right? A lot of times it is so painful. So I've spoken about this before Mm -hmm. and Susan knows my issue was control and you go, okay, control, suicide, wait, control can be ugly. Anywhere you go, you turn into a a manipulative person. It is witchcraft. Control is is manipulation many times to get what you want. That is extremely, extremely dangerous. So we need to understand that we have to first, before anything, once we give our lives to Christ, we have to ask the Lord, what, what am I facing What is a curse, a generational curse, Lord, that you first want to unwrap out of me? Because he's a layered father. Exactly. He's a layered God. And well, the scripture says in the New Testament that uh, we need to work out our our own salvation with fear and trembling unto the Lord. So a lot of people, a lot of Christians, let's just say Christians, believe that they cannot be possessed by devil. No, you've already been possessed because you're denying that you even have something still you're still suffering from something right. that's triggering you right so it, it says i still have to work it out i still have to work on my salvation that means i have to keep getting delivered from something that that is triggering me now if i go from level to level god doesn't say from level to level for when you're going from glory to glory amen each level you go in glory come on somebody yes there's you, another layer there come is on. another devil come on come on so how can christians not think you can be possessed again there's a spirit of religion a spirit of religion okay. will tell you, I don't because they lack knowledge. They don't know the word. Now, if they don't have the scripture in their lives or a relationship with Jesus through mm-hmm. His Word, and not believe the appropriation of the ministry of Christ that is in the Word, He says to go into all the world and cast out demons, lay hands on the sick. Mm-hmm. You're not operating in it. I only believe that Jesus saves by grace. You know, you're not only saved by grace because grace only comes to the humble. And if you're proud, there is no, there's no grace with you. Right. Somebody. right. Pride. Right. It doesn't matter if you're possessed by suicide. You're possessed by pride. You're possessed by eating disorders. You're possessed by diabetes. You're possessed. We have not had the evidence of the power of the appropriation of the ministry of Christ in the church due to their unbelief, sister. 
So you're saying the possession is either a thought to do something or the the compulsion to do something? You know how God uses us mm-hmm. under the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. We flow with the spirit. Mm-hmm. That same spirit, a demonic spirit, also uses does people. the same thing. He does the same thing. Why am I so controlling? Let's just use your your, yep. your, yeah. your use spirit. It. You use had you use know it. Yep. yeah. You're controlling, and at that moment, I'm flowing through the spirit of God, but yet I'm controlling my husband. Yes, right. I am in the spirit of the flowing of the Holy Ghost. But yet we cross contaminate ourselves with the yokes. He says, do not be unequally Unequally yoked yoked. with Mm -hmm. unbelief. Yes. We can be yoked with pride as I'm flowing with the spirit. Right. But she acknowledges her sin. In our ministry, we teach about the five R's. You recognize your sin. That means you recognize your demon, Mm -hmm. right? You repent of your demon, repent of your sin. And you, you renounce your devil, renounce your sin, amen, and then you rebuke that sin so that Christ can come and refill you. That means recognize, I, I recognize I had control. I, I repented of it, Lord. I repent right. and renounce control. Right. I rebuked it. I resisted and I don't want it anymore. Right. So now that God has uprooted it, now there's still a hole there. Because amen. Because he yes. uprooted the root right. of pride. So, what so do you now fill it with? Jesus comes to refill it with mm-hmm. his love. So go. this is so awesome. Okay. I love how God comes and yeah. does this. So this last weekend we had yeah. a conference and one of the things that the Lord showed me was last week I was super triggered before the conference. Some, oh some major things happened in my life and in my family that I was severely triggered and in a lot of pain last week. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, I'm very honest about my issues. And I am too. If, if I'm not honest, then other be. people cannot, the Lord cannot use it. We have to So be. I was sitting there last week and having a temper tantrum. I mean, it was impressive. And Rick was looking at me and he looked, <laughs> it was super impressive. And Rick looked at me and he goes, are you done? Ooh, come on. And so I went back to bed and I was like, no, I'm not done. I'm not done, God. And so I started taking my frustration that I was taking out on others and giving it to God. And saying, Lord, I don't understand. I have told you that I want this freed out of our family lineage. I want cancer gone. I want mm-hmm. this gone. I want that gone. Lord, why, why, why? I am so angry. And the Lord went, stop. Mm. You just said something, Brittany. You don't have the right to be that piece of angry, that bitterness angry. And so he showed me this piece of my heart. And he showed me all these different pieces inside of our hearts, right? And if we open up our heart and we look at all the pieces, we all have family and we have dreams. We have self-worth. We have self-identity. We all have um, work, our identity and what we are in work or ministry, our church, who we are. And then we have this little piece inside and it's our hiding place. My God. That is the peace that the enemy is going to try to get in. And that hiding place is only for you and the Lord. People can call you names. People can do things to you. Your friends can pass away. Your husbands can pass away. Things horrendous that we cannot even picture in our own lives can happen to us. But if we have that hiding place and it is free for only us and the Lord, then we can go in that hiding place and hide with him and under the shelter of his wings. But... If we open that up, 
That is that possession that we're talking about. We allow somebody else yes. in that hiding and place. And that's that's what's going to take inner healing. Come on. Because in that hiding place, there's still a, a trauma. Yes. There is still a hurt. Yes. Now, if you've been raped and molested and that trauma is there, that is what the enemy is looking for. You yes. can get deliverance. But why does it keep coming back? Well, because in that place, yes. in that trauma, the enemy has hooked himself like a fishing hook on that trauma. Yes. That means I have a legal right to torment you. Yes. But if we don't do that inner healing, we can do deliverance. But if we go in and the Holy Spirit begins to be the surgeon that he is, come, come on. on, somebody, come he on, is come our on, physician yep. and he knows all truth about us. If he goes in and he sees, Brittany, you got a trauma. Yes. You were hurt by your parent. And it's on your mom's side. And this yes. is what the Holy Spirit does with our private yes. sessions that we have. Yes. And so we go in, the Holy Spirit goes in, and we just co-labor with the Holy Spirit. And he yes. just goes in and we say, okay, we're going to walk you through this, this trauma, Brittany. Yes. And I want you, you're at five years old in this moment. And I want you to tell me what is going on in that moment. And so the Holy Spirit opens up that door. Yes. He comes in as the Savior, not as the Lord, because we have the Lord and we have the Savior. The Savior comes into that room of your heart and he says, let me walk you through this. Come on. You actually see Jesus walk into the room. Yes. And you will see him unhook that hook. Come on. Yes. Come on. And heal that trauma. He walks you out the door shuts the door, seals it with the blood and never remembered and anymore. Then and that triggers gone. That hiding place becomes back to what it is supposed the to be fullness, covered by the blood of Jesus. The fullness. And then all these other pieces inside your heart because there is nobody in there to rearrange the furniture in that hiding place. No doors are blocked so that the blood of Jesus can fully, exactly. freely flow throughout the rest of your heart. It is such a beautiful It is beautiful. Picture. And it's a beautiful and we've... And just with those things, this is how the enemy robs, because we know that you cannot medicate a demon. Yeah. If you have depression and you're medicating your demon, then you have a side effect from that medication that you're taking more medication. This is how he robs your salvation. This is how he robs your life. He steals money from you going to doctors and stuff. We have seen so many people healed of, of cancer, diabetes, lupus, and we had a young man, he had his back all curved and he couldn't walk his leg grew out right before us he saw it himself and his back spine was straightened in the service it was straightened just completely healed holy spirit comes in and does his work we have seen miracle signs and wonders and just with unforgiveness unforgiveness is a huge it's a block to bring cancer because I have a, this bitter root because they hurt me. They said, guess what? They're not the prisoner. You are. That's right. And so if you do not forgive people that done wrong to That's you, right. mm-hmm. That's they're right. not the ones in prison. You are. That's right. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. The first, I've never heard this before. The legal right. What is that? The legal right is him coming to possess you. That means I can hook onto you because you have a trauma. You don't want to forgive your predator. Let's just yes. say maybe it was an uncle. Yes. Right? Oh, I see. Okay, so he possesses you because you've given that life. You've given him the right. You've given him the connection. By that you ho- saying, mm. I'm not going to forgive, yes. yeah. you're on yes. his side. You're yeah, on the devil's right. side. And you've said, okay, I want yeah. this devil to live in me because yeah. I'm not going to forgive. Yeah. I don't want right. to forgive. And if I forgive, I'm not going to yes. forget. Then you didn't forgive. Yes. And forgiving does not mean f- absolving. 
So if somebody really does something awful to you and you forgive them and, and you truly forgive them, it doesn't mean that you walk back in and allow them to do it again. No. No. It, it just no. means you're the no. Lord. You freed yourself. You are, you are the gatekeeper of mm-hmm. your own, of Come the on. house of the Come Lord. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. right. This is the house of the Lord. Exactly. Right. And so you know why God says he's a jealous God? Because in this house, mm-hmm. he's jealous. He's not going to have himself and devils inside of you. That's so right. he has to clean up his house. And Holy Spirit is there. You're working out your salvation mm-hmm. from level to level every year, every day. We're working our salvation salvation now and we're saying god Mm -hmm. like david said in psalms 51 he said search my heart heart, oh god God. to see if there's any wicked thing inside of me and wicked thing might not be something that you did wickedly is something that you allowed to stay there right Mm -hmm. because you denied it yeah and that pride and people of the lord or people that will tell you let me Mm -hmm. help you and because i love to do this i have to let me can i can i speak to you you know there's there's something that we want to help you get delivered from you know if it's God telling me to show you a scripture, I come to you in love. I want to help you with your spiritual walk. Come I'm on. here to mentor you, counsel you. Karabasata. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you out to walk out your freedom. Because I know nobody was there to hold my hand to take me. Right. But this is what we do. We hold your hand and right. we take you through the fire. Amen. We walk right. with you in the fire. We walk through you through with the pain. And God comes to set the captives free. That's right. Amen. You're no longer in bondage. You're no longer a slave. You're no longer a puppet to the puppeteer. He comes to do this. We think that the initial mm. attack is what the enemy's going after. Yeah. That's not no, the only comes. thing that the enemy is going after. When it, when it says steal, kill, kill and, and destroy, destroy, the initial is the steal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But then after that, the kill and destroy comes afterwards. To the attachment. Because he just had, yes. To the attachment. He just had you. To that legal right. He attacked you. And now you're playing with him. Because instead of saying, Lord, you have this. And this has been painful here on earth. But this is not an 80-year Christianity. This is an eternal perspective. Come on. Lord, I don't know how you're going to right this wrong, but I give it to you. Come on. And may the blood of Jesus cover anything I cannot forgive in this moment. Come on. Because the blood of Jesus will. In that freedom, in that deliverance, in that opening of all the things that we're going through and the honesty that we go through, through, you know, the truth shall set you free. People don't really realize how biblical that really is with people that are not saved that say, well, the truth shall set you free. Yes, because the truth in ourselves will also set us free because if we acknowledge the sins in our own lives and then we go to the root, the root, that was the initial stealing. And the root can be in the bloodline, not yes. necessarily that it's stuck in the soulish area because the soulish That's area right. has conscious, subconscious and your memory bank. So if the enemy is hooked in your soulish area, that's also a legal right. That's where I have to go in and take you into your soul because our body is body, soul, and spirit. Okay? So the enemy comes to rob in your soul. Yes. Okay, well, I've already gotten delivered, but why? If What if she comes to a personal session and she'll come and say, but Apostle, why does it keep coming back? I said, let's do some inner healing. Let's go in. Let's, let's go in. And so Holy Spirit, we ask that you come in. Go into that room where she has a trauma, a hurt, a pain, a wound. We want to see where he's hooked at. That's right. And he will take you into the very depth of that root. That's right. And break it. Amen. Holy Spirit is such a sweet spirit. 
to say all truth and tell you, here's where it's at, Brittany. Here's where it's at. You were three years old right here. Let me heal you of that. All these hidden roots, we are embedded with roots. Let's just like tree. That's why the Bible says we will know you by your fruits. Real quickly. Yes. I want to finish this. I'm going to have you in a couple of weeks. So please come back and tune in. But yes, ma'am. can you say where they can find you? Where it is finished, Apostolic Global Ministry. We are in the Hilton Garden Inn at 722 Bonaventure Way in the Hilton. We're there in Sugarland. In Sugarland. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is vital. We're going to put this on Kinsa Corey's website. Perfect. K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I ministries.com. This is so important. Deliverance. Women are called to be freed, healed, delivered. And after that, says Jeremiah 31, 22, that woman will encompass a man. No women are not taking over the world. But when women were created, we were created to be the comforters, the nurturers, exactly what the Holy Spirit is here to do. So let's get freed, healed, delivered in the name of Jesus. And we're going to see her again in a couple weeks. Amen. Praise God. Please tune in. Thank you so much. Come on. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for coming. Amen. You've been listening to Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis. Join us every Thursday evening at 5.30 p.m. To hear this program again, go to kkht.com and click on the podcast. For more information, visit kintsukoriministries.com, K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.